0: Do you have the intro up? Oh, Do you no. Remember, you have to say what your name is. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner.
1: Hi, I'm Rob Stenzinger.
0: We're back. <laughs>
1: Yeah, back for another season. Awesome.
0: Back for another season with our summer check-in. Tonight we're gonna do just a little bit of a 2018 summer check-in.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Perfect, perfect timing for that. I mean, we are it's been like six months since we were in the studio.
0: Oh, it just that's too long.
1: Yeah, we, we knew the hiatus was coming and I know. let everyone know. But uh but yeah, here we are.
0: It's good to be back. Mm-hmm. And it's good, and I'm excited. So a couple of the things that I want to make sure that we talk about tonight is um, some of the things that have been going on for us this summer, but um, really focused on kind of one um, bigger little art and sciencey thing that we decided to do this summer, and that is to kind of take our celebration of the summer solstice up a notch. Mm-hmm. I really kind of put a little bit of focus around it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense where it's it's sort of, you know, the the solstice happens twice a year, and uh, we we were always um, emphasizing just the winter one,
0: right? We have celebrated winter solstice for uh, many years, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we spend I think a lot of time and energy thinking about how do we want to celebrate it, what do we want to celebrate it, what are the messages, and what does that mean we 've done a little bit around the summer solstice, and hooray, it's the summer solstice, and you know summer's always a, a busy time, but I think this year it was nice to just say, yeah, we're gonna put a little bit more intentionality around it
1: okay, so why was it not there before, and then like I guess was it just well, time to bring it you know into our
0: <laughs> part of it is that it was just time, but part of it is. I've tried, and I can't get the summer solstice to move. Okay. And June is a really, really busy month for us, like always. Mm -hmm. June is an insane month. And so, um, you know, I had petitioned and I had written to – I was gonna say Santa Claus. I can't think of a good who who I would write to to tell them to move the summer
1: solstice. Uh, well let's see, you can go The Fairies for the and
0: Pixie Hollow.
1: Greek and Roman gods, Helios or um, uh,
0: I was going with the fairies Apollo. and Pixie Hollow.
1: Fairies of Pixie that that's fine. They could have authority of this over this. I don't know.
0: So I went to Queen Clarion.
1: Oh nice.
0: You know, Tinkerbell's friend.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are pretty good movies.
0: <laughs> Those are really good movies. They are but they control the seasons. That's what made me think of They've
1: that. they have got that power. Okay, fair like, enough. That the various Which control would the imply there you go.
0: Yeah. But no, um June is typically a really busy month. It's busy for my professional life. My day job is a very busy month every year in June. Um, The schools are, you know, the kids are wrapping up schools, and we're just getting started with, like, what's the summer schedule with the kids? Like, what's the camp thing going on? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you always have a two-calf in June as well.
1: Well, I've I've skipped it a couple of years. But, um, yeah, so there's this um, uh, comic arts festival in Ann Arbor that it, it's I, I really do enjoy um, you know taking part and being of some kind of service to that to that event oftentimes that that's uh, a combination of um, you know presenting stuff I've made at a table in an expo situation right where you've got a, yeah. a floor of artists at, at tables doing their thing and and, uh, and I, I'm there as well and then you know there's there's the the prep. And execution for that, which might include new product which was which was the case for this year that's right, you had a new comic yeah uh, But two pizza team that that's happened since yeah. uh, our last recording and uh so yeah I got um uh an and I finished an eight page mini comic uh called two Pizza team in a situation called no trash talk and that nice. uh, <laughs> Um, it's it's a comic about a couple of, of pizzas who happen to know martial arts that um, are having trouble sentient pizzas. Well, that's
0: how they know martial arts. Otherwise, they wouldn't know yeah, martial I,
1: arts. I suppose you you could be a, a pizza with with awareness, but not not um, you know locomotion, right? <laughs>
0: Do the locomotive? Sure. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but right, it's it's not that deep. I wanted to be more silly, where the pizzas are jumping around, kicking stuff. Right? Now
0: you're gonna have to put Kylie Minogue in the show notes.
1: Uh, is that okay?
0: I don't know. I might have gotten that reference wrong, but <laughs> my best guess.
1: I might forget <laughs> <how> this this <laughs> reference. Um. Anyway. So two pizza team. I got that ready, and that that involved, um, you know, writing and drawing and all sorts of revisions and getting that whatever. And,
0: and how many trips to the printer?
1: Oh my gosh! There, there <laughs> I should have. Um, I have a strong reminder now because of this recent experience. But um, my quality control and things that I needed to tweak after getting it printed and um, and assembled and stapled. I think I made like about sixty comics that um, that are not, they're not usable, right?
0: Well, they're usable. They're just not up to your quality control level. And I thought it was like 40.
1: Well, I think it was, uh, okay, so for, there was a round of 20, I think. Yeah. And then, then those were right out because the font size was too small. Yeah, it was hard to read. And then there was a round of 40 that I, that I forgot on two pages. I left registration marks in the final print. Man. And amateur hour i know i'm forgetting all the basics i know you're giving you're just uh, giving me the business
0: i'm giving you the business why because as art and science punks we celebrate our failures and we learn from them
1: and yeah absolutely I, so I'm, high five to you well thanks i definitely have ex- fresh experience that i have a better checklist <laughs> now <laughs> um, but, hey, before but those we- i'm using as business cards so i those right. are like hey you know someone in in networking situations in recent months, those have been business cards. But then then I did get you know another uh, forty, I think, that were up to snuff.
0: Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so there was the developing the product. There was developing um, another thing I, I do uh, often. Pretty much every time I've been a part of the event is I, I present workshops.
0: Like yes, you more. always have really fun workshops to present. Well, thanks. And you drive me a little boncaronies because you typically decide, oh, I'm going to do something completely and totally new for my workshop this year. That sounds really fun and interesting to me. And then you spend the next like three months writing and putting together a fantastic workshop, but also stressing a tiny bit about it. Yes. But you always come up with these fantastic ideas, so it's, it's also fun to watch.
1: Uh, well, I'm glad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell us what, um, so I, I do want to get to summer solstice, but I right want to know before, um, before we do, because A2CAF is right in there in that same period of time. What did you present this year?
1: Uh, so this year I presented two workshops. Uh, one of them was a major new revision of one I've done before uh, called uh, Paper Prototyping Power-Up for Game Design. Say that again? Paper Prototyping Power-Up for I think video game design.
0: <laughs> can you say it like four times fast? Because I couldn't.
1: Uh, probably. Paper prototyping power up for game design. Paper prototyping power up for game design. Okay, that's enough.
0: That's, that was good. <laughs> that was good.
1: Uh, now, let's see. Then, okay, so that was that was. Um, okay, that, that one's all about. Um, you can uh, you can get really caught up in the in the tools in the digital experience of designing a game absolutely that uh that can be fun and and really useful experience but then um it may steer you off course as far as your initial intention so this is all about really capturing and thinking through your intentions for your game design and maybe even using your imagination to play through it as it's expressed on um, sticky notes
0: well and i just i think that the post-it note is such a versatile tool. I know it's used everywhere now, right? Everybody's using it for a million different things, but it's so functional. It's so,
1: um, you can capture really long passwords on it, and put it right on your monitor. <laughs> no. mm-hmm.
0: That's not what I was thinking, but just you have talked about this workshop many times and you've given us a version of this workshop a lot and you're oh, sure. always, um, so you always come home with such gratitude for the stories that your participants write, and how excited you get about how they're able to really kind of dig deep and, and kind of take their storytelling further, and I think it has to do with your amazing facilitation, but also the the post-it note kind of process that you've put together. Of okay, put this down now. Let's have this branch and. and
1: it's well, yeah. It's portable. It's flexible. It's it's it has this uh, um. It's not a big volume of space to put an idea. And also that idea can get moved or get replaced. And yeah, it's... Well, because for me,
0: when I write... I get like I even get nervous like putting an outline together. Like it mm. feels really permanent putting an outline together whereas if I've got post-it notes, I can easily say, "Oh no, this piece, this piece is going to come later in my workshop or my talk
1: mm-hmm. or my
0: paper whatever I'm trying to put together." And and I'm going to add these three things here at the beginning. And it's clearly should be easy enough to do in an outline as well as I'm typing on the computer, but for some reason it just feels more fun to play with it in post-it notes easier to do more creative you can look at it in different ways maybe it's partly the visual element of it as well
1: i think it's it's a it's a it's an odd little fun mechanism that uh you yeah you can you can play with it shuffle it around and uh make cool patterns it's it's a little creative medium in and and of itself which we should totally be sponsored by 3m for all this post-it love (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Especially, they're a local company to us in uh, you know Minnesota. Anyway, yeah. So, love for the post-it notes, uh, paper prototyping, power up, and then the other one I I did was brand new and it was was um, creating a, a branching narrative using a tool called Twine. And is that like a post-it note? It's it's not. I could bend metaphors and <laughs> rationalize, <laughs> but not really. So the the gist of Twine is that it's a it's it's an app that runs in your web browser that lets you um, it's create like a choose your own adventure story really easy and it's like type a little bit add a link that link becomes a new piece of the story and then you keep going and you can you can approach it just at that level and do some neat things that mm-hmm. that allow for choices and interactive narrative or you can go way deeper and, and get into coding and and add lots of dynamic stuff so um that was a that was a really fun workshop awesome as well like yeah that was so each of those it was neat too to to um um in this this year at the Ann Arbor Comic Arts Festival I was able to do those workshops at different venues besides the, oh, nice. the main venue uh which was it's neat to to reach out and get some new experience, experiences uh, one of them uh the the branching narrative workshop was at the uh Ann Arbor um Arts um Art Center okay and then uh the the uh paper prototyping. Power Up was at this uh in a newish event space at a comic store called the, the Vault of Midnight. Oh fun. Yeah. So anyway, it was yeah, what a it's, a it's such a fun community. Love it. Um it's 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 worth all that effort and stuff <laughs> and a disruption to our schedule. Where it's uh yeah, I I know it's during a busy time. Yeah, really and, busy time for us. But at the same time it's uh um it's yeah, it's so so rewarding.
0: So I know we've talked a, a lot of times on, on this podcast about we set um, goals, and we do very intentional goal setting. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really important to us. And we revisit our goals throughout the year and kind of try to make sure that we're staying on track with those. And one of the things that we talked about as a family this year for our goals is really more celebrations. And we involve the kids in that conversation, and they kind of come up with that too. I think their contribution was more cake. Um <laughs> To that, to that conversation but so more celebrations so in kind of the spirit of that um, this year we made a conscious effort and a decision as a family to really take some time and, and learn about and celebrate the summer solstice because we have spent you know quite a bit of time on the winter solstice so to spend mm-hmm. some time on the summer solstice so this was our first year and I'll tell you the, some of the things that we did and it was a lot of fun um, first of all we did um, order a cake <laughs> <laughs> we were going to make a cake, but we decided to, to order a cake. So our eight-year-old and I um, went to the coffee shop one day and sat down, and I gave her pen and paper and said, okay, sketch out what you think should be on our summer solstice cake. Hmm. And so she did. She drew, had a couple of different um, drawings and versions of what she wanted and settled on um, a giant sunflower in the middle a little garden kind of scene with some other flowers near it. She was very specific about the grass being, being there as well, and then a blue sky, and then the word summer solstice, I think on the top or on the top and the bottom. I forget what she had specified in her design. Yeah. Um, so we went into the bakery <laughs> and ordered ourselves up a um, summer solstice cake designed to her specification and the Uh. um cake people were very very nice we just went to our local grocery and um the cake folks were very nice and and um happy to put that cake together for us and then we picked it up on the summer solstice
1: awesome yeah that was uh that was a lot of fun i mean neat practice doing a little bit of um design work
0: yeah it was for our oldest Mm -hmm.
1: um yeah what are some other things we we did to celebrate
0: Well, so I will back up and say that we had planned part of the celebration, so I had done some looking around it. Like, what do people do to celebrate? And one thing that kept coming up, um, which I think is kind of funny, and I'm not sure the origin to it, so I'll have to look it up or um, why, but um, tie-dye was one that kind of kept coming up as a thing. And, well, I love to do tie-dye, and so the kids and I have done that a couple of summers. So actually, while you were gone in Michigan – um, for A2 calf, the girls and I did do um, a tie-dye session so that everything that we tie-dyed would be ready for the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made you some really nice tie-dye socks. Yes, you did. <laughs> the girls wanted to make you a T-shirt, and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we just had to kind of go with what we thought would work for each person in the family.
1: Well, no, I know I appreciate that too. Those are really fun socks. Yeah, they are. They turned out uh, cute. They come with the side effect of a little bit of competition as far as whose socks <laughs> I'm wearing on a particular day. Not my favorite side effect of that, but it's uh they're 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 wonderful and very comfortable.
0: But which ones are your
1: favorite? Uh I, tragically they all burned in in the dumpster the other day, and I don't know how that happened. So, you love them. We'll have to just remember them finally.
0: So we did tie-dye, um, we ordered the cake, and then um, the other thing that we did in advance of the solstice in order to have it ready for the solstice was make these glass bead sun catchers. And we also did that while you were gone because they needed like four or five days to dry. But then, when you got home, it was like the first thing you come into the house, all exhausted from you know your your trip, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Here, you've got this art project to do. Here, are these glass <laughs> beads and a bottle of glue." I knew
1: where I was coming home to, so I'm not. I wasn't too surprised.
0: But we, we really was, wanted you to have you know yeah. um, your designs ready for the solstice. So, it was a really um, cool project, and it was taking glass beads, like the kind that you. Um, we actually got them on a really good sale at Joanne Fabric. Um, But it's the kind that you find in like the floral arranging area. So those different glass beads that I guess you put into a vase and then put flowers, fake flowers in. Mm -hmm. um, Or you put in a little bowl. So we got some of those glass beads. And then Elmer's makes a clear glue, not the white school glue, but a clear glue. And you pour it into like a big plastic lid you pour the glue in, and then you arrange the stones and then you let it sit and dry for a few days and they're beautiful. Um, well, we didn't have a lot of like plastic lids around because I recycle those if we even have them, so we tried using paper plates mm-hmm. um, and I thought the wax coating would you know still allow us to kind of peel it off afterwards. Some of them had quite a bit of paper plate stuck to one side, but they were still really beautiful,
1: yeah. It it made them, they were less transparent. They were a little bit, you know, slightly opaque, but um, still looked pretty cool. Like those, those are, um, you know, you have these, these uh, stones suspended in, in a, this interesting clear medium and uh, in in a, in a pattern like, so I mean, typically um, almost all of them had some kind of a little design worked into them.
0: That was the fun part was really, you know, because you just basically, um, you would have this plate of glue and then all of these different colored stones. And so kind of making your own design, I think, was really fun. I think Mm. some of them were really, really interesting and really pretty. And then sometimes we just kind of threw a bunch in to see, you know, just kind of let it go on its own Mm. and and make it more of a random. Yeah,
1: that was, um, so let's see. So they were beautiful for a time.
0: They were so beautiful. Why don't you explain what happened?
1: <laughs> well, um, I was, um, let's see. So the, once they were actually dried and ready and we pulled them off the plates and whatnot, then we had all these things. Um, then their whole intent was to be a sun catcher, right?
0: Yeah. Be beautiful out in the sunshine.
1: Yeah. And so I was uh, requested to hang them up.
0: Yes, um,
1: from from some strings, you only know, poke a hole in it and and uh, hang it from. We we did this at, essentially at the the bottom of our deck, and um, where we have a few chairs under there, and it's a, it's a nice, pretty shaded place to to sit. But of course, you know, sun comes beaming through there, and they hung up pretty well. I mean, it, in some ways, it looked like um, oh, like stained glass.
0: Yeah, like a little stained glass. Uh- Design art piece. Yeah. I've, I, you know what? I have some good pictures. We'll, I'll throw some pictures up on our
1: Insta. Oh, perfect. Gram. Insta. Well, I, you can call it the Gram Insta or, uh, you know, anything you want.
0: I can call it Insta?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's good. Uh, so, um, that looked really nice until rain happened and weathering.
0: I think it was the sun.
1: You think it was the sun?
0: The sun, I think, melted the glue.
1: Mm, okay. So they caught sun. They They did did. their job. They caught
0: the sun. They were sun catchers. They They caught the sun. Minding
1: their own business, doing their job. Caught lots of sun, turned into piles of goop and stones in the midst of bark.
0: Because then they would fall, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, and they would either fall into the wood chips. Mm -hmm. Well, no, they fell into the wood chips, but a couple of them, um, I actually, they fell, and they landed on the stone part of the patio. Okay. And I put them on the kids' like little plastic
1: um like a little mini picnic table little
0: mini picnic table Mm -hmm. that i got at a garage sale a couple years back still a good deal yeah and they adhered to that after a couple because i left them out there i didn't know (laughs) that the glue was like re turning into glue and like hey i'm glue again in the sun
1: the glue is like this little super alien creature yeah so the ones
0: that landed in the solid i'm
1: fine i'm strong i'm translucent i'm transparent and then it's like i am a i'm a I'm moving, and I'm a fluid again. And
0: yeah, and then the evening would come, the sun would set, and it would harden, and the glue's like, now I'm part of this table.
1: <laughs> it's not easy. So it's been that.
0: a giant mess to clean up, Yep. but it was still fun, and they are beautiful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, notes, you know, taking a note for next time, maybe they would be hung up um, just a couple days. Or, or,
0: or. inside.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: But maybe not inside on a glass window. I mean, think about that. Had we hung them up? Even inside,
1: yeah. I mean, that could (laughs) land on the carpet, land on the cat.
0: (laughs) The cat would be all glittery.
1: That'd be a problem. That'd be a problem.
0: So that was one of our activities that, um, you know, as as the art and science punks, sometimes we fail and we learn and we grow and (laughs) we we certainly have fun doing it. We had a a lot of fun with that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing I'll share about the solstice that we also did was we made flower crowns. Everybody made flower crowns. Right.
1: Those were nice.
0: Now, I'll admit that I cheated and got flower crown kits um, again at Joanne Fabric. They were on a really good sale. So we didn't like go out and like forage for our own like mm. flowers out in nature. I bought flower crown kits that had silk flowers, but they were super flipping cute.
1: Well, I mean those uh those kits are a little easier to wear and, and whatnot too. I mean lots lots of lots of upside. Less bugs. Uh then yeah. It it's th- those were fun. Yeah. Do that again.
0: So we did that and, and we
1: They also didn't melt into a little you, you know, piles of goop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't melt. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the other th- Thing that I'll say, um, you know, is we did talk about, you know, thanking the sunshine and, and the abundance and the earth and, and all of the things, you know, that, that mm-hmm. the sun gives us. And it was interesting to listen to the kids kind of talk about, you know, with the winter solstice, we're thanking the moon and we're talking about the moon and the darkness. And, and um, we have a celebration to tell the sun to come back and to wake up. And so we talked about that and how this is really um, a party for the sun. And so we thanked the sun and we danced and... Hollered and um, had a good time we did we also talked about things that we're grateful for,
1: yeah another another great occasion to uh, remind us to explore um, just gratitude,
0: yeah, so one thing that was interesting that came up is the day before is listening to the the kids talk, and again, um, our children are four and eight years old, and so it's the day before and I'm getting kind of excited because I love, you know, to celebrate and the girls are getting kind of excited because they love to celebrate. And the older one says to the little one, I wonder what presents we're going to get. And I was like, Oh, Oh, oops.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is a different. Um...
0: So in full honesty for winter solstice, we do do gifts and we do handmade gifts for each other, but we also buy gifts and and we celebrate and we wrap up gifts and, and um you know it's it's a very exciting time um so it was interesting as i wondered kind of what would happen with that come solstice but it didn't come up at least it didn't come up when i it, yeah I, it,
1: it wasn't a big concern no I mean, because uh-uh. it was um you know we we had a lot of we were it's um yeah i i could see if if our eldest had a you know persistent concern, and you know she would have wanted to explore that, but it just you know, yeah, it we, was all about other things,
0: yep, it was about celebrating and just kind of being together as a family and and doing those things, yeah, and it didn't come up, but I was a little concerned um that you know it was it it was a no gift holiday, yeah, which is nice, I like those
1: ah uh, yeah, me too, uh and also not just i mean and I'm not anti store bought gift and whatnot. Uh, it 's a lot of work making gifts <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminds me it 's like bringing the busyness of June to other times of the year, <laughs> so as much as I look forward to it as as ambitious as I get and I think about the kind of things I want to make, yeah you know, i'm just yeah okay, so it, 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 it can be daunting as well
0: you 'll be able to go back and listen to this podcast in November uh, but you just kind of lightly touched on two of the problems. First first of all is how ambitious you get with your handmade gifts. Like Uh, we all don't need like a personally made drone or something, you know, that you're going to build
1: from scratch. I mean, a lot of times I'll do framed artwork, right? That's.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the second thing I'll say is November is the other month of the year that is stupidly busy for us, especially you. And you always wait Like in October I'm like okay I'm getting my handmade gifts done In the month of October I start at the beginning of October They're done at the end of October That gives me plenty of time Because I've had a couple of colossal fails And have had to like readjust Um, And you'll be in the middle of November And like oh I have to build that thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Start earlier Maybe simplify
1: he, the, good point, good point, absolutely And no matter what time of the year There will be constraints But then it's nice to not have intense Urgent constraints So yeah Exactly I, 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 am, I agree So maybe I can get some some f- uh, progress on my gift making In like September and October
0: That would be awesome Alright Do you have ideas yet?
1: Uh, I've got a few
0: Do yeah. you? Oh yeah, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do this year Uh, hmm
1: yeah. I haven't totally figured it out because I've, I've got, well,
0: don't I, give it away. I'm
1: not going to give it away other than there's, there's ideas that I thought, oh, it'd be, it'd be nice to make this Thing. for this occasion, but then maybe I have another use for it also. So
0: Ooh, now I'm, I'm super d- I'm confused.
1: I'm debating, well, that's how hints go. So, anyway.
0: It's a picture, more, but more it's also
1: a cookbook. Not really, but, <laughs> um right. I mean, so, for the, you know, taking your example, a bit of artwork could potentially be reused. Depending, you know, if, as, it is, if it's digital I'm sorry, or sorry,
0: the only thing I can think of is as toilet paper. Wow.
1: Is this how you feel about my artwork?
0: It's not, but I'm not following what you're saying.
1: Sure. So conceptually, yes. It's um you could totally reuse artwork as toilet paper. But I was thinking of um, and this is where I'm 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 wrestling with it because like how individual and whatever does it ruin how if how special it was as far as the re- initial reason why I created it if it uh, also has another use
0: oh now I get yeah. it so like
1: <laughs> not for pooping on
0: <laughs> so we're all gonna get copies of two pizza team maybe <laughs> which I love but I already have a copy
1: yeah yep so do you have a signed edition? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there you go I'll get a numbered signed edition <laughs> hey if you do it in hardcover then I, that would be perfect uh, yeah okay oh, I want the hardcover version for solstice winter solstice
1: all right all right
0: um, hey I wanted to ask you one other thing i sorry I digress mm-hmm. um, what you're looking at me funny no what's up oh um, sketchbook summer
1: Oh, right. That's
0: another thing that we've been busy with. Well, I shouldn't say we. I kind of thought I would maybe try it, but I... We, we kicked
1: around the idea that it could be like a family activity on, on some weekends in uh, July. Yeah. So, yeah, Sketchbook Summer is a um, an art challenge event um, put forth by Brandon Dayton. And I think it's, you know, you can learn about it at sketchbooksummer.com. And also uh, uh, Brandon Dayton's uh, YouTube channel, where uh, and actually an episode of the Lean Into Art podcast, which is is another uh, show I do, and that's that's one that uh, um, yeah I've been doing for a while with with a collaborator, Jersey Drost, and sometimes we have guests and we we talk about things like uh, like Sketchbook Summer. Anyway, um, uh, I. That was a funny challenge, right? So last year, mm-hmm. I misunderstood what it was about. I thought it was essentially one of those, you know, make a sketch every day, try to fill a sketchbook or whatever. So I yeah. picked I picked a small sketchbook to fill <laughs> yeah? and I filled it. Okay. Turns out it's like a little more standardized than that. And it's like... Oh, Brandon fill, has
0: more rules than yeah, that?
1: I forget if it's like fill a 110-page sketchbook both sides of each page, right?
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: In july right so that's over 31 days to do like you know 220 sketches
0: nice wow that's ambitious
1: in addition to whatever else you have going on in life and and that that's how art challenges go oh, right? absolutely. Create and you an extreme, love all of them
0: uh,
1: you know you do
0: don't lie to these people
1: <laughs> i don't have like a, a uh, an unchanging feeling about art challenges and uh mm-hmm. so let's see. So I learned like, oh, last year I sort of phoned it in compared, you know, based on the standard of, of what it's supposed to be about. But then I learned this year that, oh, okay, it's a little more inclusive. They're not there isn't just this one approach. There's a couple of other levels as far as, you know, different victory conditions, if you will. Yeah. And um yeah, so I, I decided to, to to give it a try. Totally didn't make it. Um, I think I did, like, 30 sketches instead of 220.
0: Sketches are pages, because I saw pages. some of your pages, and there was, like, 15 sketches on a page. Some
1: pages, sure. But... Um,
0: I would have just drawn, like, really big things.
1: That's a nice idea. So to, <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's a
0: really big cat. Here's a really <laughs> big
1: dog. And, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, our challenges, I do recommend exploring them. They are... A great way to um, enjoy practicing and, you know, your mileage may vary however you choose to do this, but in a way you could opt to practice in public and there's typically a very supportive group out there.
0: Absolutely. I've watched... All
1: going through the thing at the same time.
0: Yeah, I've watched a lot of the Instagram feed go around and there's very supportive and some really great um, and really fascinating art being done. And I'm still seeing it today. So I know people have kind of continued on with the
1: challenge. Well, it makes sense. I mean, summer isn't quite done. But at the same time, the uh, the finish line has passed. We are sure. now in August. So, uh, let's see. Um, that is something that, that I see as well. It's like um, there's a, there's an art challenge that uh, Jersey Drozd and I put together called, called Art Sound Off, which is where this podcast was born.
0: It was. Um, it was a challenge thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's what you get for knowing me, I guess.
0: It's worked out. And, Season uh, three, baby.
1: Here we are. and So, okay, so Art Sound Off, you'll see people post Art Sound Off things. Year-round? In, yeah, year-round.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah, it's totally cool. So anyway, um, I do think uh, creative challenges are a really worthwhile endeavor to consider. And even though, like, in this case, I knew there was a pretty good chance I was not going to succeed. Yeah. Like,
0: but it's not always about that, right? It's not always about kind of the completion and the success and fully, you know, full success. It's about trying. It's about mm-hmm. exercising different muscles, working hard.
1: Well, <laughs> thanks because yeah, I did not succeed this time, but I did get some some fun experience, you know, giving it a shot.
0: So hey, this is kind of our summer check in for the beginning and the kickoff of season three. What do you want to mm-hmm. say about season three coming up of Art and Science
1: Punks? Well, um, let's see. I think, I mean, what we've learned is, um, you know, we've we've got um, we've got some folks that that are you know. Uh, interested exciting supportive listeners and I, i'm curious to hear more from uh f- more from an, our audience to see what what kind of questions they have what kind of uh art and science punk-like experiments and adventures they've they've done it'd be fun to share that and, absolutely uh, that'd be cool you know people could always uh, i mean i'd be willing to to edit an audio file in if if someone wants to send an mp3 file to uh what's our email address it's like We'll read it at the end of the show. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's
0: artandsciencepunks at gmail.com. I just don't know if the is it, and is in there or not, but I can it, tell yeah, you Yeah, that's about always the seconds. trick.
1: Always the trick. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's that, that kind of, uh, those kind of interactions I'd be curious to, uh, to learn more from.
0: And that was the correct email address, punks nice. at gmail.com.
1: Excellent. And, uh, yeah, so what kind of things are you looking forward to in season three?
0: I'm looking forward to getting back. Um, I feel a little rusty tonight getting mm-hmm. back in the studio, but I'm super excited to to pick up kind of where we left off and um, bring some more fun and interesting art and science activities and ideas and things that we're thinking about to um, to the podcast. And I think that we've got some fun, like we did a quick brainstorm list of topics, and I think we've got a lot of fun topics um, I think it'll probably be fall before we start regular recording again. Yeah. Um, so people can kind of look for us again, I think, more in the fall. That's right. To get we don't want to for,
1: forget fun stories like uh, our initial explorations into fermenting.
0: Oh, man. Yes.
1: And then eating those things. <laughs> That's going to be fun to talk to. That you, is going to be, talk be talk about, about yeah.
0: fun talking about our experience with fermenting.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. some
0: fun things going on, and you're right. doing some work with the Nintendo Labo now, and so hopefully we'll have some stories there to talk yep, about.: First that's
1: more adventures with the Raspberry Pi stuff. Um,
0: Fantastic, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So if there's things that people want to hear about or, or are interested in, like Rob said, you can send us a note um, either through Gmail or you know find us on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Or I like your idea of sending an audio file if you've got a story to tell or a story to share.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, keep it not not long.
0: <laughs> ah, make it as long as you want. I hey, do you have pics? Don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but
1: I'm going to gloss over that. I all right. I have yeah.
0: We, yeah, we haven't do. done picks tonight
1: Right on So yeah Typically in the One of our things We like to celebrate here Is um, I guess Things that cross our radar That uh, we get excited about Related yeah. to art Related to science And, and we take turns Typically um, Every episode Where I guess this episode I have a science pick And you have an art pick That's right I do Awesome Well Should I go for it?
0: Yes please
1: Alright So coming up Really soon? Nope, I'm not going to do that one. There was a, uh, um, <laughs> I had two different articles. And, I see. And not surprisingly, I have a a, a pick related to astronomy. It's not a like a huge hobby topic for me, but like. Um, as in, as it informs my hobbies and and the activities that I that, like, things I build or draw or make or whatever. But it's, um, but I do find it inspiring. You're have to do so a space-based
0: comic. Oh, that'd be fun.
1: Like pizzas in space.
0: Pizza, pizza team in space.
1: Okay, we'll see. Okay, stay tuned for that. But okay. Um, Okay, I get, um, because of the things I follow, you know, folks on Twitter and all that stuff, um, then sometimes some pretty awesome things cross my path. A lot of times it's related to NASA.
0: I'm sorry, did you just say that on Twitter, uh, great things cross your path?
1: S- thankfully, sometimes, yes. Okay, um, I'll just let that go. Yeah, I mean, okay, fine, Hanging a lampshade on it. Uh, yes, Twitter has not been the... Um, ex- uh, welcoming fun calm happy hangout place of stuff that people make and talking about what they make lately that like like what it was when i joined it sure a long time ago <laughs> 10 years ago but yeah it's way different now anyway sometimes happy stuff shows up inspiring uh, science news and stuff anyway uh so there there was this animated gif that i saw that had um that i've I'd done it It was like too fantastic to even believe when I saw the tweet where it was uh, someone mentioned how this is a uh, time lapse video in animated GIF form of essentially stars navigating the center of the Milky Way. and The black hole. Yeah. And so there is a large black hole in the center of the Milky Way and naturally it's... You know, you see the the whole the spin, all the different sort of the the. Uh, it looks like, I mean, if you've seen you know renderings or whatnot of the of the Milky Way, you've got like this large cluster of of dots in the middle, but then there's these tendrils that spin out. They don't they don't spin out in like a straight lines. They they're sort of twisted and sure, and it's a spiral and and this is like looking at the center of the spiral over the course of 20 years put into um time-lapse form and it's completely uh
0: mesmerizing st-
1: stunning humbling amazing to check out and so that that's one of the I don't know, maybe that's one of the things where I like i like to check in with stuff that that is of a scale way beyond our normal day-to-day experience and that's then and noticing NASA news and science news that this is a good source of that. And in this case, it comes from the European so- Southern Observatory, which is, um, um, in this case, a, a very large telescope in uh, Chile. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's been... And, and so, like, in the, the video, you notice over the, the this this loop that it has going that it starts out really fuzzy and then gets more clear and it's because the instruments get upgraded over time.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a cool thing about the story when you when you shared it with me is, you know, you can see the technology improve mm-hmm. over time by watching this, you know. How long is it? It is not very long. It's like a 20 second.
1: Yeah, loop. it's maybe it it loops twice in 20 seconds. So it's roughly 10 seconds or so um for one uh progression. Uh, let's let's watch it again as we're talking here. So that's, yeah, that's two seconds. It's not a very long loop. Um, and so it's like maybe like four or five seconds. Oh, wow. But It's cool. You it's get really see. neat to see. Yeah. And, and like one of the things where there's a star coming in from the upper left that has an incredibly high speed set of things orbiting around it as it is over is is influenced by this this center black hole black hole and uh and then uh, there are a few other things and honestly the um other commentary i see around it is fascinating but beyond me it, like someone saying like oh and this is another way that pr- another thing that proves einstein was right and um
0: oh yeah i saw a couple of headlines that said that
1: which you know a, a neat opening but Lots of homework for me to right, dig into, right? To to even get maybe a, he was uh, rudimentary grasp. So, nonetheless, it. great pretty awesome. pick. Yeah, thanks. What is your art pick?
0: Well, I cheated a little bit because my art pick I've already discussed, and my art pick is the sun catchers that we shared. <laughs> You don't want to put outside, <laughs> okay, um as an indoor activity as an indoor okay, sun catcher in the shade, maybe <laughs> it was still it was such a fun activity that I thought it was really worth sharing and that they're really mm. um pretty, or you hang them outside and you just realize that they're temporary um because i I would do that activity again, so um, we'll put a link in the show notes to the original description from um a blog that um had. You know, easy to make glass sun catchers. And again, in their case, they used um like like a like a quart sized yogurt, like the lid to the yogurt or the lid to the butter mm. container is kind of what they suggested. And I think that would be the best thing to use. I would not recommend our paper plate method. Um,
1: yeah. I mean they ended up a lot heavier by being larger.
0: Yeah, ours were pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the paper plates. but um, And we talked about, too, you know, we could have put parchment down or something like that before putting the glue down and doing it that way. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We might try and modify that or maybe a different kind of glue, maybe a stronger glue. Um, Not like oh. a gorilla glue because I can see the kids, like, gluing their hands together because you are in the glue a lot. But we'll see.
1: Hmm. Yeah, a lot of variables there. Yeah. You can change the method of assembly and – you know, throw some epoxy in there if you wanted. As long as you know, <laughs> nobody's touching it.
0: Yeah, maybe do that glue and then after the design is done, then maybe we coat it with an epoxy or something. Oh. You know, that nice. could be the grown up job.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> like a like an outsourced uh, production stage. There you go. Okay.
0: That, so that was my art pick for today was the Suncatchers.
1: That was awesome. Thanks. All
0: right, well I think that wraps us up for today. Thanks for listening and for being a part of our Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, where can the people find us online?
1: Well, we are Art and Science Punks on Instagram and on Twitter we are Art Science Punks.
0: And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm where you can also sign up for our newsletter. We are available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can always reach me at our Art and Science Punks Instagram.
1: Oh, and I am on Instagram and Twitter (laughs) as Rob Stenzinger. Instagram is happy town. Twitter's often a crap fest.
0: (laughs) Keep building, making, and sharing. It was fun. I didn't like swear or nothing, so you don't have to edit me cussing out.
1: No, I did a, a weird throat snort early on <laughs> that haunts me.
0: Really, I did not. It was like. A-